it's just such a nice feeling when you've made something, you know, you've created this, it's an edible piece of art. And, you know, when others try it and they're enjoying it, I don't know, it's just, it's just a really nice feeling. It feels like I accomplished something and everybody likes it and is raving about it. That's Lisa, overachieving baker, busy commercial real estate attorney, and my best friend slash cousin. There's no cake too crazy for her kitchen, and she's passing on her love of making excruciatingly beautiful baked goods to her six-year-old daughter, from scratch, with a few tweaks until it's just right. I'm Angelica. Stay tuned for my semi-weekly chat. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Angelica. Thanks for joining me on Chatty Crafties, a show where I celebrate my creative friends and family to get inspired by everyday art. It's been a hot minute since I've done a Chatty Crafties episode um, because I took an almost two-month hiatus. Friday's my usual creative night, and so I have been having this urge to actually make something on Fridays instead of record. And so I wanted to indulge that intuition. And so um, my weekly inspiration that I wanted to talk about this week was making a baby quilt. Um, I actually made two in my hiatus. I made one for a friend's um, shower, a baby shower yesterday that we were supposed to go to but couldn't because of the flu. And you might be able to hear it in my voice that I am very sinusy and now have a sinus infection. So that's really fun seven days I've had. But I got to kind of sit and sew and do something low energy and still feel like I was accomplishing something making this baby quilt. Um, and I reached out to Diana, who was in a previous episode for Pointers, and she told me about making a layer cake. Do you sew at all, Lisa? I don't know if we've ever talked about that. You have a sewing machine, don't you? Right. I haven't um, sewed in quite a bit, though. It's been packed up since I moved. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And our grandma would quilt, um, because we're cousins, in case that needs to be pointed out. <laughs> and so Diana told me about making a layer cake and it seemed intimidating at first, but the video she sent me was totally doable. And so, you know, I've been, I've been spending time doing that. So yeah, that's a big chunk of, I guess, what's been inspiring <laughs> me these two months. Um, what about you? What has been inspiring you? Well, this week I, I thought I would look for some, some new recipes. Cooking has always been something I would had an interest in and, and uh, I just thought I would try something new. I've always, always disliked Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. I know it's funny, but um, you know I'm trying to eat healthier and and um, try new things. And I thought I'd give it a give it another go. And I found this recipe and actually tried it today, and it turned out amazing. Oh, so good. it's completely changed my outlook on it. That's wonderful. And does <laughs> did Presley eat it? Your six-year-old? She hasn't yet. She hasn't yet, but I'm hopeful that she will. She loves vegetables, though. Oh, good. She's not as picky an eater as my two. Well, she's still picky, but uh, (laughs) vegetables, fortunately, is not usually one of them. Oh, good. She'll sometimes, she'll eat a bag of baby bell peppers just by themselves. What? (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man well that's wonderful i'm so glad that you're being inspired by brussels sprouts because they're one of the few vegetables that i will eat without hesitation um any way that they are cooked so since we grew up together literally we spent 90 percent of our weekends together since we were kind yes. of built-in best friends and are only yes Five months and nine days apart. When you're a kid, you do the exact math. And um, we had a lot of shared artistic endeavors. Um, we yes. drew together. We put um, on fashionable outfits to take photos of. Um, I'm speaking in particular about very gothic <laughs> outfits when we were 15. <laughs> um, but just kind of you know, as we were growing up to, as kids do, you put on crazy outfits and you put on fashion shows. And we made cakes and cookies and pies together. I do enjoy baking quite a bit, not cooking necessarily, but baking. Um, but there are some things that I've seen you make that are fantastic. You have a knack with sweets. Thank you. Yeah. And so if you weren't an attorney, I'd almost be certain you'd be a professional baker. Do you feel like... In another life, this is something that would be calling to you. You know, I think so. You know, I, I made um, a couple of pies maybe a month or two ago. My mom had, had come by and I made a coconut cream pie and a chocolate mm. cream pie, which chocolate cream pie is very similar to what grandma used to make. Yes. Um, <laughs> but my mom was blown away by it. And, oh, good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> It was, it was really nice. You uh, grew up at your dad's house. Did you bake with your dad at all? No, not, not so much. It really started more, um, I guess, when I was maybe a very young adult, right after um, my dad went into the ministry and they moved and Michael and I stayed behind um, and while well, we were in college. Your and brother. At that mm-hmm. point, yes, I'm sorry, yes. Uh it was at that point I sort of took it upon myself to pretty much take over Thanksgiving. Yes. You know, it wasn't asked of me, but I kind of just took on that role. It was and... needed of you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something I enjoyed and, you know, I kind of took over the kitchen every every year at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of where it started. But I but I actually I got my love of baking. I I recall when I was younger my mom used to make a um, lemon meringue pie. Oh, was I was going to ask the, you where the, that came from. Yes. That, I, I learned that from her. Yes. I learned that from her years ago. And in fact, it was the first, the first pie I learned to make. And I memorized that recipe and I made it year after year after year. And that is uh, so funny. My, my <laughs> next question was, what is the first pie that you made on your own without a recipe? Lemon meringue? And whose recipe was it? So yeah, I'm not surprised that we ended up here immediately. Um, That's funny. You know, funny story about that too. When uh, back when, before, when my dad first met my stepmom, Gail, they went to a party and um, they each would were to bring you know, a dessert or something. And, and my dad asked if I could make the, the lemon meringue pie. And that actually was, he took that to the party and apparently it was a big hit. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. I'm not surprised by that. Your meringue is to die for. It is so thick and like frothy. Is that the right word for it? I'm not great at describing food. And usually I make food sound really disgusting when I try to describe it. 
Um, I think frothy sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Frothy and kind of wet. And it's, oh God, it's so delicious. It's like eating a cloud. And you can make it without a recipe. Usually when I see you baking, you're not really looking at something. Is that right? A good part of the time. But I, you know, I have my collection of recipes that I found over the years that I, you know, save Mm-hmm. to my phone or my computer and I have those that I will refer back to but and there's a lot of things I you know get an itch and want to try something I've never tried before and and uh kind of what I did for well Presley's last birthday party I just you know thought I'd try something different and I did this extreme cake and I always go way 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 overboard which I love <laughs> she's like cake my and, birthday yes, <laughs> yes. Well, this last one I, I did this it was an alternating chocolate and vanilla cake with alternating chocolate and vanilla mousse in between the layers and then it had chocolate ganache on the top oh my and it was gosh. it turned out pretty good <laughs> it's gorgeous and I will put photos um cake. you want cake Presley I do too um I'm going to add these photos to the blog post about this episode so people can see the gorgeous um, baked goods you've made. Um, But this cake in particular is amazing. And what did Presley think about it? She loved it. I'm a perfectionist. I didn't like that it came out. I didn't didn't have as much time as I thought I would have to, uh, to put it together because, you know, work always gets in the way it seems Mm -hmm. um but you know I I didn't level it enough so it was a little it was a little uneven on one side so that bothered me a lot (laughs) (laughs) but it tasted delicious man it's it's like so tall I feel like if I had tried to put so many layers on top of each other they would like start sliding to one side like the nailed it on Netflix show you know yeah I I could do that and then you actually try and do it and you're like wow this is terrifying so I'm just super impressed that you can make something this complicated and your complaint is that it is kind of leaning (laughs) when when I look at it I'm like holy shit how did you do that Um, the trick trick is straws really get some straws in there and you you cut them down you push them down in there and it gives you a little support oh and it kind of holds it together oh okay And I mean, is there like a fondant on it or is that like a butter? What is ganache? It's smooth. It's something you can spread. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a little more on the liquidy side. It's, you know, melted chocolate and some cream and all that and you pour it over and it starts to harden, but it's something you can pour and create that drip effect. Okay. Which Presley is very big into. She loves that show. Nailed it, by the yeah. way. <laughs> My girls do too. Like every time I come into the room, I'm like, okay, how often do you bake? Well, recently it hasn't been very often. Um, I've just been so busy with work that I haven't been able to. But I, I've started to do little things on the weekend. Um, like I found this amazing recipe for these actually low-carb blueberry cake donuts. Really? And they are so good. And, uh, and I don't feel so guilty because it right. doesn't have actual sugar. It has um, monk fruit or stevia blend Oh. Rather than sugar. So I don't feel so guilty. I mean, it's practically healthy <laughs> at that point. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
Yeah, other than that, it's been mainly holidays and birthdays. And what inspires you to bake? Finding a recipe, or the holiday, or a sweet tooth? You're just hankering <laughs> for a flavor. <laughs> Maybe a little of all of that, you know. Holidays for sure, and birthdays, and and as soon as you know a, a theme is decided on, I'm searching for possible designs and mm-hmm. you know flavors and you like to go big is that part of the thing that guides it where you have a picture of a cake in your mind or yes do you find the yes. recipe and you're like I can do this thing I want to put a barbie in a cake and this is what it looks like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one that one was uh interesting I I haven't played around with the carving of the cakes oh, much okay. yet and carving down into a shape of a skirt and that's a little more difficult although they do have cake pans out there that are that are shaped in the form of a dress of oh. a, the bottom of a dress but this was just a bunch of cakes stacked up and I had to kind of carve them down and and, and then uh, make a hole for Ariel to be in it yes okay yes you didn't just like jam it in there <laughs> Which is what I would have done. <laughs> no, I had to, I, you know, took a little round cookie cutter and cut out some and then oh. you know, stuck her in the cake. <laughs> okay. And then like squeezed frosting in it to kind of seal it up? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I had, um, I made some some buttercream icing that I use on that. I, I prefer that to fondant. I'm not a mm. big fan of fondant. I know uh-huh. some people may like it, but to me it just doesn't have the flavor that, of course, that buttercream does. And yeah. if I do have to use fondant, I usually make a marshmallow fondant, which to me tastes a little better. The great thing about fondant, though, is it's, it's so pliable. You can use it, and it, you just mold things with it, and it looks beautiful. Right. It's more visual I prefer than the taste. edible. Yes. Okay. And do you bake for yourself very often? I mean, you were talking about the low-carb blueberry, whatever. It's a, the low-carb blueberry donut, and it actually has the the glaze on top. It's like a lemon glaze, so it gives it a, a little tartness, and it's, um, it's really good. But, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't baked a whole lot for myself, maybe just because I've if I bake it, then it'll be here and I'll yes. eat it. And does, <laughs> does baking work directly against how often you've been working out? <laughs> because I know exactly. you're trying to like live this healthy life <laughs> and this thing that brings you joy it like <laughs> works in contrast with it. Yes. Well, you know, Presley School had a uh, Valentine's party, of course, you know, and recently and I made a um, a bunch of cupcakes and their class is very small. They have six kids. Okay. So seven kids. I'm sorry. I was corrected. Um, <laughs> it's a very small class, but you know, it's hard to make that small of a batch. And I just oh. was not in the mood to, you know, do all the do calculations math, yeah. and adjustments. Exactly. So I ended up making about 24 cupcakes. Which... <laughs> That's so and, and could I stop at icing them? No, I had to. No, no. I had to, um, I had this cupcake core. So I, you know, popped out the core of it, filled them, and then popped it back in and iced them. And uh, oh. <laughs> so, and I ended up taking the majority of them to my office, which were appreciated. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. 
but I think I probably ate a few of them. Oh, God. <laughs> if, if there's like a baked thing in the house, I can't not eat it. My mom made um, this sheet cake that I had every year growing up. Um, you remember the one. It was like chocolate sheet cake with like yeah. Snickers or M&Ms on it yes. and like a fudge <laughs> frosting. And it's very dense. And the only uh-huh. way to eat it is with like a bite for bite with um, bluebell vanilla ice cream. And that combination is like 1992 for me. Like there's just something <laughs> about the early 90s and the flavor of this sheet cake. And she made a full one for me. And of course, wow. Matt's not eating sweets for the same reason you aren't <laughs> very often. He's trying to be healthy. <laughs> um, and I ended up eating the entire 18 by 9 inch sheet cake by myself. And I just, <laughs> it was such a bad idea. But I felt so good. And then I like put on 10 pounds that I have not been able to <laughs> shake because it was just... <laughs> I couldn't stop myself. That cake is good. <laughs> it is. And so there's this, oh, yes, this thing, this food is bringing me joy. This <laughs> flavor is bringing me joy. The the memory of it. But my body remembers the calories even longer. <laughs> and so it's it's so annoying to me that something so delightful could be bad for you. You know? Yes. I just want to be mad that- about it. I know. That's why I've been searching for these recipes that, you know, are using this. um, I'm not usually fond of a sugar substitute, but the one I've been using is Swerve. And they have one that's made in um, similar to confectioner sugar. It has the same Mm -hmm. consistency. They have granulated, they have brown sugar, they have, you know, all these these different types of sugar substitute. And it, it just makes me feel a little better about it if I make it with that. And they, you know, some people don't care for them. Some of them leave a little bit of an aftertaste, but it's, you know, I, I actually like it. It it tastes very similar to sugar and it has the same consistency. So I've been trying to balance that a little bit when I bake for myself. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel so guilty about it. (laughs) Yeah. Swerve. Okay. I'll leave a link for that in the blog post as well, because I haven't heard of that. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes you got to figure out what these little substitutes are just so you can keep living your best life. Yes, definitely. Um, so how do you find new things to try? Is it on Pinterest? Is it on Facebook? Is it on Nailed It? Like, or something else? On allrecipes.com. You told me about that over Christmas one year. Yes, I use all recipes a lot. Um, fact that's one I've been using for recipes that I saved years ago from that but I haven't used Pinterest as much sometimes I get some ideas from there but a lot of times I just if I you know get an idea I do it just a search general search online and I find what I'm looking for on various sites and Mm -hmm. like I found a recipe for uh, it it's for these egg bites similar to what Starbucks sells it's like a it's not quite the same because I don't have the the same equipment that they do, obviously. But it turned out really good, like a light and fluffy like egg cup with bacon and. Oh, and, I know what you're talking and, about. Yeah, and, and I had no idea. It's made the one I made. It's made with um, cottage cheese, which I thought oh. was really interesting. You should send me a link to some of your favorite recipes, and I can okay. put that on the blog post too. So egg bites. 
Um, that lemon meringue I'm going to need, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that you have a digital copy? Um, if not, I can come up with one that's similar. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've had an actual copy of that recipe for a very long time mm-hmm. but uh it's real good and um <laughs> the chocolate pie as well because that is another deep rooted memory of our grandma that like <laughs> I can't not have a chocolate pie at a holiday exactly and I couldn't remember if grandma used meringue on hers or if she did chocolate cream but I I've, I've been from more huh. partial to the you know the chocolate cream so I make my own um, whipped cream that, that I top it with. And, and I've even gotten to where, you know, I had some recipes I used to use that, you know, everybody liked the key lime pie I would make. It's not my favorite personally. It's, it's good, but it, it was made with, um, a cool whip type, um, whipped cream. And I, and I just, I've gotten away from using, mm-hmm. you know, things like cool whip because of, you know, the content and everything. I just would prefer something like, um, heavy whipping cream or something. I found a recipe where you kind of substitute, you can substitute for cool whip type products. It's a stabilized whipped cream that uses cream cheese and everything. It tastes fantastic. I wouldn't have even thought about that being like a curveball, yeah. like replacing the cool whip. Um, but yeah, that's super interesting. Do you ever improvise a recipe or is it usually going off of a recipe that you find and then kind of making these substitutions as needed? improvise from time to time but you know I I don't know I like sticking to the recipes and a lot of it um, a lot of recipes you find of course people have already tried tried it many times over and and I always pay attention to the comments as well you know sometimes they give you some some uh, good information on things to substitute and things to increase and mm. and, and whatnot. but um, you know I improvise from time to time depending on what it is okay what does baking do for you emotionally? Well, it's just such a nice feeling when you've made something, you know, you've created this, it's an edible piece of art. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when others try it and they're enjoying it, I don't know, it's just, it's just a really nice feeling. It feels like I accomplished something and everybody likes it and is raving about it. And, you know, I brought things to our, we have a, usually a Thanksgiving potluck type uh, luncheon at the office. And of course I always bring desserts and yes. again, go way <laughs> overboard as usual. Yeah. It's a fun thing to go overboard on. It really is. And you know, they, they may uh, be mad at me after the fact, but they're enjoying it at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so do you kind of lean more on the, um, the showing the presentation of it and like people's reaction or is the baking process part of the enjoyment that you get? Well, the baking process of course is enjoyable to me, but, but the presentation, that's my favorite part, you know, when it comes to decorating cakes and, and uh, just making it look really nice. And that's always been my favorite part. You know, I've, I've, really have liked doing the kind of watercolor technique on the cakes lately. And it's just, it it just turns out really neat and it looks, I don't know, it just looks beautiful. And, you know, I I tried one uh, a 
couple years back for one of Presley's parties, um, but that it didn't quite turn out the way I wanted the consistency of the buttercream. So I didn't end up taking it to the party. So it's all that work for nothing. I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it looked gorgeous and tasted good. Did you send a picture of that, of a watercolor? I did. Oh, it's one I that, see um, it. The rainbow one? Yes. So the funny thing with that one, I was so worried. I had a lot of um, a lot of the kids from Presley's preschool were supposed to be coming to that, and I'm always worried that somebody might think, "Oh gosh, this is way too sweet." Because I mean, buttercream is sweet. It's butter and powdered sugar, mm-hmm. <laughs> lots lots of powdered sugar. So the problem was, I was hesitant to put so much powdered sugar in it. So. The consistency was more on the butter side, oh, so gotcha. it was kind of slick on the exterior. And you know, when buttercream, when you have the powdered sugar and you have the right consistency, it kind of gets that. I don't want to say crunchy, but it's like a kind of crisp out, you know, exterior. And it's just it just looks really smooth, but it's not like shiny. Mm-hmm. If you had a stick of butter on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so so I didn't end up using that one. But it looked good. It looks real good. <laughs> do you ever do any baking with Presley? Is she into it? She loves it. She wants to help all the time, and she she's really she's really getting into it. She loves watching any baking shows. I mean, we've watched them all, mm-hmm. and anything on Facebook, the Tasty. She loves watching all of those, and uh, so she she really enjoys it. Oh, good. Um, I saw in your um, photos that you also decorate cookies. Um, yeah. Are they sugar cookies? Are they like a hard icing? Tell me about them. Those are um, those are some sugar cookies we actually made um, over Christmas. And found this really good recipe for sugar cookies and it made a giant giant batch of them. Um, (laughs) and I was going to make some Royal icing for it. Um, but then I didn't end up having time. She was having a sleepover at that, you know, that night and the girls were, um, they were cutting out the cookies. We rolled them out on the table and they were doing all the cutting and was baking batch after batch after batch because this, (laughs) this recipe made a gigantic amount of dough. Um, but I was running out of time and energy. So instead of making like actual royal icing, I ended up making, um, used some, I had some food, some food coloring and I had, um, just used powdered sugar and some milk and I put them in, uh, piping bags and, you know, piped it on there and tried to make it all nice and smooth and, mm. and, uh, let them dry. And they turned out really good. Yeah. But, oh, they look really cute. Thank you. Um, is the heart one, um, for your dad. The that was birthday. actually one. I, yeah, I just made that one in February for him. I asked him if he got a heart cake and he never answered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you get a heart cake this year? That's what I wrote to him on Facebook. Um, he gets one every year and yeah. I have to do the same way that, that grandma used to with, uh, with the Red Hots. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I love knowing that detail. Um, because my dad told me that every year, cause his birthday is February 13th. Um, mm-hmm. and so grandma would always make him a heart cake. And I think there's a story that I heard. I don't know how true it is. Um, that he would kind of complain. And so one year she didn't make it for him. Like, Oh, I guess you don't like these or you've grown out of it or 
whatever it might be, like, sorry, I, I, I've imposed this theme on you, you know, whether or not you like it. And so she didn't <laughs> make the heart cake. And he was like, oh, where's my heart cake? So <laughs> then it picked back up again. So it's kind of funny, those things that like, at first, you're like, no, I don't, I don't want this. And you're like, oh, no, I, I actually do <laughs> want that and expect it. So put those yes. red hots back on it, please. Exactly. And the heart-shaped cake. I mean, you can't have a birthday the day before Valentine's Day and not have a heart-shaped cake. Yeah, yeah, he's stuck with that. <laughs> Which I, he must have come to terms Sorry, with. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> we need this, okay? Yes. <laughs> we want a birthday cake in the shape of a heart. Exactly. And, you know, Presley helped me with that one. She, uh, we, we used some cookie icing to, to make the, the letters and to say happy birthday and to do little hearts and we let them, let them harden. And because that's one thing I have never been really good about, you know, at, at writing on cakes to me, it's very difficult. And maybe it's just because I have the handwriting of a lawyer, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's hard to actually write on the cake. So we saw, and it was on another, some YouTube show we were watching where they showed it a technique using some cookie icing to let it harden. And then you've got your, your shapes or your letters and, and they're so kind of 3D. Using that this time. Yeah. Yeah. So we were able to do it a little differently this time. And That's super cool. I really like uh, it. And they, it looks like you, you made some like 3D hearts too to kind of like decorate the cake with. Yes. We did some uh, various sized hearts. We've kind of semi filled in and <laughs> yeah. just thought we'd try a few different things. And I know Presley had a blast doing that. That's awesome. And then we ate the ones, we ate the ones that didn't, you know, didn't make it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Um, one of the pictures is of cake pops and they are in a Halloween cauldron. Is this, did you make these uh, around my 30th birthday, the year that I was in Houston for my party? It might've been around the same time. Those were actually some that, um, one of my friends used to work with at the first firm I was at out of law school. Um, her daughter's birthday, I think is like the first couple of days of November. So it falls around the same time as, you know, right after Halloween. And she had mm -hmm. asked me to make some, I had recently started making the cake pops and she had asked me if I could make some for her daughter, for her daughter's class. Mm -hmm. And so I made that, that big batch and I found that cauldron at, you know, craft store somewhere. And, and, uh, and I filled it with like, you know, that, that, planter foam, like yeah. green foam from planters. And, and so I could have something to stick them in. And I, I created that little cauldron full of Halloween cake pops. Yeah. The but, presentation uh, is super cute. There are pumpkins and mummies and aliens with one eye and <laughs> Frankenstein. I feel like this must've been around the same time, at least. Maybe I got the, um, the practice ones, which I will Maybe. definitely take your practice cake pops anytime. Um, but they were, I remember you brought some to the oh, birthday yeah. dinner. And I yes, feel I feel like it's got to be these. I think you're right. I think I was making them and I made an extra batch because it was also, of course, your birthday. <laughs> so I went ahead and made more um, so I could bring them for your birthday. Yeah. yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I totally I remember. <laughs> I was like, these are delicious. What are cake pops? And now <laughs> they are 
super common. They're at Starbucks. They're, you know, all over the place. But at the time, that was kind of like a new type of pastry idea that like I had never heard of. That was eight years ago. I know. It's incredible. And, you know, I haven't actually made them in a while. I was going to make some for Presley's class. And well, actually, I attempted some recently. But it's one of those things I hadn't done in so long that a little out of practice. (laughs) How do you make them? Like, what is the difference between them and like a regular cake? Well, this has the icing mixed with it. It's, you know, maybe like half a cup of icing. So you have, you have your cake and after it's baked and you crumble it up and, and then you add maybe about a half a cup of icing and you just roll them into a ball and everything. And then you kind of have to let them chill for a little bit. Um, and then you have these, these candy melts or chocolate or, you know, whatever you want to use. I, I usually use the, um, Wilton candy melts in various colors and, and, uh, you melt them, and sometimes I use a little little bit of coconut oil and everything. But it can be difficult because if you don't, if you let them chill too long and and they're too cold when you dip them in the in the chocolate, they can start cracking. And that's oh. kind of what happened to me last time as they were cracking. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was a little out of practice, but but they're still very good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll eat them, you know. <laughs> um, Okay, that's interesting. So you roll it into a ball and then you put it on the the stick, the popsicle stick, uh, to let it cool that way? What you usually do is um, you'll dip one end of the, the stick in some of the melted chocolate or melted uh, candy melts and then you, you know, stick it in there so that way it'll create a oh, seal. Oh, okay. And then, and then you can stick them in the freezer for just a little bit, not for too long, but... And then then, you take it out and then you dip the whole thing in the icing? Yes. Okay. Because it'll be cold and you're dipping it into a hot thing. So that's kind of why you need the temperature change. Yes. And it'll harden very quickly. So any decorating you're going to do, like if you put sprinkles, it has to be done like almost immediately. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good to know. I totally want to make these for Eloise's birthday <laughs> coming up. Um, we're doing a slumber party and it's right around Easter and I don't want to like go nuts making a cake because it's not going to be for a ton of kids. It's just going to be for like six or seven girls. And um, I think that'd be really cute to like make little Easter eggs in a, oh, in a cake pop. Um, so I might be FaceTiming you with <laughs> problem solving. <laughs> What are you afraid of trying? Is there anything that you've kind of got on your radar that you're like, ooh, someday I'm going to do that? Macaroons. Mm. They just, I don't know. There's something about them that looks, it looks complicated. And maybe I just haven't had the time to really, you know, look at it closely enough to, you know, to try it. That's my daughter's favorite. Presley and loves macaroons. Uh, the macaroons are just amazing but you know they just I don't know they look complicated and Mm -hmm. I just haven't attempted them yet not to say I won't I just you know do you know haven't taken the time yeah do you know that on Instagram I follow a lot of like baking videos mostly they're like soothing to see someone kind of in hyperspeed like you know squirt them out tap the pan then decorate it and then (laughs) add it together I'm like that's delicious I'll eat that that's delicious I'll eat that it's it's like kind of like having dessert at the end of the night um 
But yeah, to me, I'm like, oh, it seems like an easy thing that I should get Lisa to make for me. And <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have to do it together sometime. That would be fun. It's really great. There's a couple places in um, San Antonio at the Pearl. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? There's like a a whole district that has been revitalized in San Antonio and they have a couple of bakeries down there um, that's huh. all kind of walkable. And one of the bakeries that we were at for our, was it our anniversary? I think it was our anniversary. We stayed the weekend down there. And I, you, they're so expensive. They are like two fifty a cookie. And I, I got like a huge box of them. And I was like, I'll save some <laughs> for the girls. And I did not. I ate them all. <laughs> and then I got them something else because they can have a cheaper cookie. <laughs> I know they they really are expensive. You know, we see them at HEB from time to time, and Presley mm-hmm. always wants some, and mm-hmm. they're just for each one. I mean, they're just so expensive. Now, Trader Joe's has like boxes of them that I'll get every now and then. They're oh. you know reasonable, but uh, interesting. I need to try them. <laughs> Making a note, Trader <laughs> Joe's. Mecca. Mm. <laughs> what about meringues? Those are my other very favorite. It's been a really long time since I've made them, but but I have made those before. They're they're fun. They're yeah. light and crunchy and yes. Yes. They're fun to make. Yes. <laughs> I love them. Um they're like pure sugar. <laughs> but amazing. They're so so good. <laughs> How important are themes for your creative baking endeavors I think it's always it's fun to do you know themes and you know one of the very first big themed cakes that I that I did may have been for my youngest brother Matthew's birthday years ago now I think I put one of those pictures on there where it has a a giant pumpkin on it um, because his birthday is Mm -hmm. mid-October that was a fun one the giant pumpkin is a cake itself it's made with the there's a ball shaped pan like a soccer ball pan that I used and made this giant pumpkin cake on top of a giant oh my sheet gosh cake. this thing is huge <laughs> so okay so it's a giant sheet cake that's chocolate and then it has a big pumpkin in the middle that's also cake like it's all edible yes and so does that have fondant to kind of contain has, it yes it has a marshmallow fondant that okay. I made um you know just by melting marshmallow marshmallows and powdered sugar and stuff and can get a little messy, <laughs> but you know, it in, ends up getting to be where it's, you know, very easy to work with just like you know, regular fondant and everything, but just like I said before, it tastes a little better to me. Mm-hmm. But, um, so the, the pumpkin is covered in that marshmallow fondant and then I made the little top of it out of the fondant as well. But, um, and I think if I recall, I used some of those little Milano cookies for the little gravestones that I made. Oh, that is so cute. (laughs) Yes. And just, you know, dipped those. And the little pumpkin candies and then candy corns (laughs) and like a gummy tarantula, it looks like. This is And then some ghost peeps. Ghost peeps, (laughs) yes. I love it. So, yeah, it's like a whole graveyard giant pumpkin theme. And there's also, of course... I had forgotten about the the pregnant belly cake. Oh, yeah. A long time ago now. (laughs) What was that for? Was that a baby shower that you went to or? 
That was for yours. It was for mine? <laughs> Where, do I have yes. a picture of this? Shoot. It, apologies I hope so. for my... No, no. I was like, I have seen this. Was this in real life? <laughs> I couldn't find a picture of it. I was looking and looking, okay. but I cannot. Because it was the one for your shower. Oh, for God, you're right. Holy smokes. It was like a... I want to say it was like a mint green colored with a yellow on the bottom and like little flowers on the dress. Okay. Hold on. I'm looking. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, was this a photo that you made for someone else? No, dummy. It was for you. Um. (laughs) And of course I had help with that one as well. I can't take all the credit. Oh, there it is. Oh, and I got a good picture of you, Lisa. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, I have some great pictures of this that we are going to use in the blog post. (laughs) Aw, that was sweet. I appreciate it. I can't believe how long ago that was. (laughs) Goodness. Yeah, it's about to be nine years ago or longer because that is her birthday. Oh, yeah, that was so beautiful. Was that one of your first big themed cakes? Because you made a couple of practice ones, I thought. Yes, that was that was a first. We did make a practice cake, um, mm-hmm. and just just to make sure, you know, we got everything right because you had to have cupcakes on. Then it was a sheet cake, and then a the ball pan again. Um, so it took a little bit of practicing to get it just right, and to get in you know, when you're working with the fondant and the marshmallow fondant. It just you know it takes some some practice and technique, and you know just to get it just right because you want it to kind of for the dress to lay where it, it looks like material instead of you know icing or mm-hmm. you know, so it'll look natural and I don't think it turned out too bad it was beautiful <laughs> and delicious as always do you feel like those kinds of projects are fun and exciting or do you once you kind of sign up for it, you're like, what have I done? <laughs> I have all this work to do. I've got to, I want this cake to look gorgeous and I don't have that much time. And so like, do you kind of get overwhelmed by the task of it or is it a fun distraction from work? It's a little of column A and a little of column yeah. B. You know, I, you know, I tend to, you know, always take it to an extreme and, mm-hmm. uh, so we are related, yes. I create, <laughs> I, I create my own stressful situations for it, you know. But but it is enjoyable. I like, I like doing it. It's just because I go overboard, I create my own stress in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I usually take on way more than I should in the projects that I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But I always like the outcome, so. Yeah, you won't say no. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Say no? No. <laughs> Five pies for Thanksgiving? Oh, sure. That seems reasonable. <laughs> that was probably cut down a little bit, too, because this past Thanksgiving, we had, you know, fewer people there, I think. Usually, of course, everybody always wants a separate time. <laughs> everybody likes something different. My dad has to have the chocolate, and if I only make one chocolate, then, you know, I'm going to be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) You only make one. Oh, my gosh. So I kind of have to make one for him Mm -hmm. and then make one for him. 
so that he can take it home and like have it himself kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so we always have to have a chocolate and of course a pumpkin and everyone always wants that key lime and I don't know. I've gotten to where, you know, I, I still like the lemon, the classic lemon. That's still my favorite. Mm -hmm. And every now and then I throw in a coconut, but I think I'm the only one that ever eats a coconut Girl, cream pie. I love coconut <laughs> cream pie. You come up here with that. <laughs> I will do so. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And then I see a, a pecan. Is that a cake? Oh, what is this? It's a cheesecake. It's a pumpkin <gasps> cheesecake. Girl, and it what? is amazing. <laughs> oh, Matt would drool over this. Cheesecake is his favorite. It looks like we covered all of the cakes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that the only one we didn't talk about was the happy 18th birthday one. Oh, yeah. Are those yeah, cookies? What are the stars? Are, they're star cake pops. Oh, what? <laughs> You're like double dutied. I know. <laughs> like, what how I tell can you? I ramp this up a little bit more? I'm going you know, to... I, I can't ever do it simple. (laughs) (laughs) Not this past Thanksgiving, but the one before I decided to make a raspberry creme brulee. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, I love creme brulee. Yes. That is my third favorite. Well, that was actually a first for me. I had never made creme brulee before. It just like, I've I've never made a souffle either. That's one of my next endeavors Uh but um the creme brulee it was it turned out really nice although it was was so much work that was the only thing it was Mm -hmm. just that's why I haven't (laughs) haven't done it since Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. when we're talking Thanksgiving you know I'm already you know I've primarily at least up until recently I've primarily done the entire entire meal even down to the dinner rolls from scratch because you know why not (laughs) (laughs) but um you know, recently I haven't done as much, but, um, the creme brulee, it was, it was interesting. It, it really did take some work though. And, and when you're talking about raspberries, there's just, you know, to make sure you get all those little seeds, yeah. seeds and stuff. And, but you know, it's, it turned out really good. Do and, you have a torch? I do. Matt got a torch for Christmas. He's been torching I everything. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it, it Makes it easy for the, you know, when I do the the sweet potatoes thing with the marshmallows on top, then I can uh-huh. just use the torch and, you know, oh. you know, just torch them a little bit. That's a good idea. You used to work in Williams-Sonoma. Um, do you, did that kind of stir something in you where you're like, this is a fun toy that I could like make something with. I'm going to buy it. And then like, would that kind of inspire you to make a dessert? Yeah, it it would. They always had the neatest things that would come in and I would of course have to buy them. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, they just, they have a really big selection of, of different cooks tools and things that just make it a lot easier when you're taking on these projects. But yeah, I, I did get a lot of inspiration from, from some of their products. And, you know, I used to make a pecan pumpkin pie, um, from one of their products there, but then I got to where I just preferred to use, you know, ingredients and do it from scratch, but it certainly got me started in yeah. wanting to, to try it. Like a pre-mix it, situation? Yeah. It was okay. like a jar of this, um, like a pumpkin butter 
in uh, pecan pumpkin butter is delicious, but, um, you know, I got to where I wanted to just try it on my own. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it was definitely a, a lot of inspiration there. Yeah, I really like the idea of that where you're like, this is taking care of like one complicated step for me. I want to make this thing. Um, this is kind of like my cheat. And then once you become comfortable with that, you can then try the thing that you were cheating with and make the next step and get it a little bit more complicated and more intricate. So that's, that's a good idea. I hadn't even thought about that. If you were to give yourself a title for your creative identity, what would your title be? I think I would have to go with a part-time patissier. Yeah, I love it. That's a good one for you. Well, thank you, Lisa. Well, thank you for having me on. My pleasure. And thanks to our listeners. I hope you'll stay tuned for more episodes of Chatty Crafties. You can find Lisa preparing a delicious Thanksgiving dinner for her whole family every year, pies in hand. Don't ask her for your own pie because she'll probably say yes and my girl needs someone to help keep that list short. Check out this episode's blog post at chattycrafties.com for a few of her favorite recipes that she's honed over the years. Thanks to Matt Norton of Berman Swale for the intro and outro music. The episode was hosted and produced by me, Angelica Norton. To help build a broader crafty audience, I'd appreciate you rating and reviewing Chatty Crafties wherever you listen, and especially on iTunes. If we made you hungry for flaky sweets, you might want to get your KitchenAid ready and check how many eggs are in the fridge. And go make some art. <laughs>